hi again welcome back to my podcast this is episode two and i don't know if you can tell but i'm i'm very excited i'm very excited to be sitting here making episode two it's been a while coming um i know that it says upload every week but that's a lie <laughs> let me tell you now that's a scam the only reason it says that is because that was the only option there actually even my on my youtube it says new videos every week it's like it's a lie guys it's not the truth the truth is i upload um as and when i'm moved by the spirit sorry so sorry this is the reality and i was moved by the spirit to make this episode at this time first of all let me start by saying uh thank you so much for the love on the last one thank you so much for the love and the support it was beautiful i'm actually looking at it right now and it says 3074 plays um what else happened this week this week i was i don't know if it's one guy but there was this this um podcast this lord what am i talking about let me just go check in my mother's whatsapp give me a second it was posted by Zed Podhub and they said official top 10 Zambian podcast chart of October 22 and becoming I was on the very top and I was like wow like wow this is just we just had episode one hour thank you so much I received so many nice messages from you guys people people they were crying some they were like you know I, I love that you guys are able to tap into that with me and if you thought you cried last time <laughs> If you thought that last time it made you cry, this one is going to make you cry there. You cried there, then you cried, then you crowed last time. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited to be sitting making this like episode two because this one is very personal to me. I don't know how far we're going to go, but we're going to go. And yeah, let's just hop right into the topic of interest. This second episode is titled Who Am I? And at the time when I said that this would be the next topic, I didn't I had an idea of what I would talk about, but the idea that I had then is different from what I've come up with now. Because now I'm it's going to be deep up because now I've scoped. There's a lot of things that have happened between between the time I posted the podcast and now. And it's redefined everything i thought i was gonna say in this episode so jumping right into it who am I, who are you or who am i seems such a simple question people ask you who are you oh i'm lombe i'm 21 i'm a medical student da, 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 da. but is that who you are though you know what i mean and i will start by saying for us to figure out who we are as people, I believe we need to understand who we are not and what we are not. Because once you eliminate all of what you're not, then you remain with what you are. And so who we are, I don't know if that will make it this episode, but right now we're going to be talking about what we are not. And I'll start by telling you straight up, you are not what your friends say you are not what your mother what your father says listen and i mean in those bad things which they tell you you are not that you're not your grades 
you're not your career you're not what your husband your wife your your girlfriend your boyfriend tells you that is what you're not not what your teacher tells you that is not what you are if anything what you are is what god says you are and what you are is fearfully and wonderfully made that's what you are you know let me even just go further and say you are not your relationship lord have mercy <laughs> you are not your friendship you are not your relationship you are not the school you go to no you're not your situation you're not your environment you are just there okay and i hope i'm making sense you know what i mean actually if i'm making sense do you guys know that video that interview for pepe <laughs> for why are you gay so who is gay you know that interview you know how the man was like i eat mm. i sleep mm. here when i'm talking you have to say mm. Okay? You are not your grades. Mm. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry. Sorry. We're talking about serious things. Sorry. Yeah. Serious topic up and not jokes. What I was going to share with you guys today is of course I've just explained that you are not your situation. You are not your grades. You are not those failed exams, that failed race, that you know, the the things people have told you, the the evil words people have cast upon you. You are not that. And you are most definitely not the trial that you are going through. Mm. <laughs> you are not the trial that you are going through. If you ask me, do I know who I am? When, it, when I think of that question, what comes to my mind is, I am what I stand for. If people say, oh, who is Lombe? Oh, Lombe, oh, Lombe is the type of person who da 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 da. That is because I've put out things I stand for. So if I don't stand for anything, then who am I? Do you know what I mean? I truly believe if you stand for something that becomes imprinted on you and it becomes it becomes a part of you. So people reference whatever you're doing with you. People look at me and they're like, "Oh, she's a YouTuber." I am. Yes, fine, but that is not who I am inside. Do you know what I mean? And so it made me think of the fact that I am not my child. I'll go into a little detail about what I mean. Christian living is the hardest thing that i have ever experienced and when i say christian living i don't mean that one for lies like that one for <laughs> i think you know what i mean when i say for lies no i mean where you actually try to dedicate your life to god it's very hard but the peace that comes from it is the only thing you can hold on to to move forward and sometimes that peace is not there and so when that peace is gone you feel like you have completely lost who you are and i'm talking about a trial right now it might be anything it's different for everybody some people lose themselves when it's exam week after exam season is coming you even know i'm about to go in ashes do you know what i mean i posted on my instagram saying I have a very funny relationship with God such that when a normal person would lack faith, I have it. And when a normal person would have faith, I lack. I'll give you an example. When my sister had gotten sick, the first time my sister got sick, it was very scary. And I shouldn't have had faith, but I did. I had such faith in God that I was sitting beside her in the ICU. I was sad that she was going through what she was going through, but I wasn't worried. I knew that this is just a short time. 
God is going to solve it. Like I felt it in my bones. Like in full confidence, God is going to come through. But give me an exam. Tell me that exams are coming. Wow. When it's exam time, it's like, it's like I don't know what happens to me. Areas where God has to reassure, like he reassures me because my faith is like, you know, it's like walking on what I'm looking, like that point when Peter was looking down and he sank. Those moments for me is when it comes to exams and love <laughs> because in my mind those are priorities to me not to say that you know my sister getting sick wasn't the priority no i mean it's a very funny dynamic it's hard to explain you would understand if you were in the situation but you know just when you think that you have such faith in god when you're starting to become confident that me i'm i have faith in god more last something comes your way to make to ask you do you though you know to test if what you're saying is true and something like that happened to me recently and i was like wow i really genuinely found myself asking have i been moving with god this whole time or have i just been imagining things i'll share this with you i experienced the you can even laugh at me if I tell you. But I experienced a trial that I never ever thought would do what it did. <laughs> you know, I, I believe everybody is spiritually gifted. They just have to figure out what it is. And the closer you get to God, the more, the more amplified your spiritual gift becomes. But for me, I'm someone who God speaks to me a lot in my dreams. If I dream something, trust that it will happen. You can't trick me. You cannot trick me. Because, listen, I don't have to go through a man's phone. God will show me that that guy is cheating. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's always been me. And I walk around with this certainty like, if I dream something, it's going to happen. God had been showing me something for a minute. And at first I was skeptical. But no, when God tells it to me, I believe it with my whole heart. And I believed it. You know, I was gassed. I was happy. Now, the problem is in my head, I said, okay, okay, let's not get too excited because dreams are funny. It doesn't, it didn't tell me today. It didn't tell me tomorrow. It didn't tell me next week. It, it, it might be 10 years from now. I'd never know. But I'm still grateful that at some point in my life, I will have this kind of happiness. At the same time, I was telling myself, it's now. It's in the now. Don't push it away. It's right now. <laughs> you know, and the opposite happened. The opposite happened. I was in a complete slump because of a lot of things. Not just, you know, a lot of things were happening around me that was just pushing me further, further into my slump. Here's what I, th here's what, here's what I, I believe, yeah? The devil knows what happens in spirit because he's a spiritual being. He knows what happens in spirit. And so he will come to you and try to break you down imagine god has shown you god has told you this is your time this is your season you will flourish you'll be happy all these things and the devil knows that he hears that trust me he sees the amount of angels that are there's he said these angels are gathering too much at this guy this girl's place what's going on let me go cause some commotion and god allows him to cause this commotion to test your faith because i'll read you something right now let me read you something real quick. It's coming from James. This is one of the verses I really, really like. Okay, I found it. It is James chapter 1, verse 2. 
And the actual title of this um, paragraph is called Trials and Temptations. And it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work, so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given unto you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. The part that captured me was consider it pure joy. Whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. You might think, but God, what do you mean? Consider, I, I sat and I said, consider it pure joy. My tears, <laughs> my crying to be pure joy. Lord, what does that even mean? And then I thought about it like this. The fact alone that you, you are going through a trial means that it's for the testing of your faith meaning god has not left because we tend to assume god has abandoned us he's left no god allows for that trial to create perseverance in you and to build your faith and when you're going through the trial you might think where is this even going you might feel at your weakest you know and from what i learned when i saw how little faith i have I realized I have a lot to work on because me convincing myself before that I had so much was me throwing a cloak over my eyes and me becoming conceited and me believing that, you know, those things, those two my things, believing that at me, you know, and when you start becoming like that, God gives you a reality check that, eh, eh, calm down, relax, you still need me. And so in the moment of the trial, you don't see that it's for the testing of your faith. And trust me, the testing of your faith is the most painful thing ever. But the problem is we forget God is walking with us every step of the way. Another part of my devotion that stuck with me, it brought it brought a scenario. The time when Paul, I think in Corinthians, Corinthians yeah, he was writing to Corinth. He was explaining how he had a thorn in his flesh and he kept begging God. He said he begged God. He begged God three times to remove that thorn from his flesh now what did god do god said no god refused to remove that thorn from his flesh and why second corinthians 12 verse 7 you guys trust me when you hear this you, listen <clears throat> just trust me when you hear this this is the most magnificent thing i've ever heard Aside from verse 8, it said, Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take away the, the thorn from me. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. He goes on to say, Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest on me. The reason why God did not remove Paul's thorn is because had he done so, Paul would have become conceited, would have, meaning he would have become bigoted. He would have become, sometimes God leaves a thorn in your flesh to bring you back to him. Because as humans, we tend to underappreciate when things go so well, we trust me. Okay, I'll give you an example. When you pray for an exam, 
ओके लॉर्ड प्लीज हेल्प मी पास लॉर्ड हेल्प मी पास यू पास का हाउ मेनी टाइम्स हैव यू फाउंड योरसेल्फ व्हेन यू जस्ट सी रिजल्ट सिंग थैंक गॉड or genuinely from the bottom of your heart you say i'm going to spend the rest of the day or just even the rest of the time saying thank god me it only happened last time but before then once i get what i've prayed for i would forget that it was been god who gave me i'll be stop praying as much because now i got what i want that is why god puts a thorn in the flesh to bring you back to him and to remind you that you are still weak without him you are still a sinner without him now we don't know what post thorn was okay The devotion asked me, do you have something or someone in your life who is a thorn in your flesh? And I said, "Mm. <laughs> mm. God will not remove that person, that situation, that bad habit because that is the one thing that brings you to him. And trust me, I've read this verse so many times. It did not make sense to me for a long time until I was in the situation myself. So if it's not making sense to you right now, I don't know, but we need to be reminded sometimes that we are still flesh. The problem is this is this even comes back to the who am I? For a lot of us tend to feel we are our sins. When we sin, we feel like that's what we are. I can't even pray. I can't even pray now, guys. No, because I did too much. I I did too much. There's no way God is going to forgive me. Listen, you're not you're, you are not your sin. You are not your sin. The Bible says the Lord's grace is renewed every morning, and we just read that his grace is sufficient. What does that even mean? What do, what does that mean? His grace is sufficient. Sometimes the thorn in your flesh is so painful that you feel like you cannot even get out of bed. Okay? That trust me. That was me for for a minute. the thorn was knees i was the thorn was in the bones and the devotion said that grace when he says my grace is sufficient for you he's trying to say what gives you the power to take every day and to keep putting your foot in front of the other to keep moving forward that's god's grace because minus the grace trust that you would be in ashes So consider it pure joy when you go through trials because going back to another another verse I love in the New Testament it says there is nothing that God is going to give you that is too much for you to handle and even when it is even if you feel like it's too much to handle he will provide a way out Do you understand? Do you get? Do you see the grace that I'm talking about? It's like I give you 1 plus 1 you have failed to do 1 plus 1 Lombe try Lord have failed Let me it's what you can do it trust me i know you can do it lord i've failed he's not going to be you and throw you, ah this one is just a failure no he'll provide the way out i i had these thoughts thinking should i even pray because maybe god is pissed with me right now and everywhere i looked he kept giving me signals and messages telling me that you are not alone i am with you you are not the trial that i just emphasized for the past i don't know how many minutes you know that trial you know the failed test please it saddens me a lot when i see students you know my age committing suicide when it comes to school i have no idea the things people go through i have no idea but it makes me really sad it it, it makes me very sad When you fail you feel like I'm this is me this D this you 
this i don't know what is it this is a day nine guy it's this is me you know and a lot of the time parents don't help by pushing us even telling us look 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 <laughs> but it makes me sad when we have to resort to such things to free our conscious of their thoughts because as i said in my last my last episode there's no battle worse than the one in the mind because if you're fighting yourself in your mind you can't sleep you won't sleep if you're fighting a decision you can't stop thinking and thinking you guys you can it's not good you know and so it's so important for us to realize to take a step back and realize i am not my trial Somebody had DM me saying they are redoing their semester because they failed and they said they're having such a hard time and they don't know how I did it. If you are listening to this podcast, this is your, this is your answer, okay? Go in the mirror every morning. Look yourself in the mirror and say, "I am not that failed exam. I am so much better than my grades. I am smart. I will put in the work. I will get good grades." So do not ever let the devil make you believe that you are your situation that yeah your environment maybe you don't have money right now maybe you're broke you don't have an income you you know you lost your job your business is not flourishing and you feel like this is me i am poverty no come come down come down come down you are not that is just a situation right now and i read somewhere this is the same it comes to the same thing when i say god kept showing me in everything the answers he kept reassuring me in everything everything and i see it now i I'm, I'm such a pinterest girl when i open pinterest you guys it was not aesthetic anymore it was quotes every time i open he would say don't run away this is what you prayed for i said hmm you prayed for happiness but for you to understand for you to appreciate the full extent of happiness you need to know what sadness feels like you need to know what pain feels like as long as you don't know what pain feels like you won't know what happiness feels like and that's why the storm comes before the sun you would not, you would have never appreciated summer if you didn't appreciate if you didn't enter some winter some june do you understand? So don't ever think God has ditched you in the pits. No. He's been there the entire time. And even when it gets hard, he says my grace is sufficient. Just ask because in your weakness he has his power. You can see that God's power is here. Because sometimes I ask myself, how did I make it through that week? How did I make it through the last month? That's God's power. It wasn't me. And that is why we end up appreciating him because we know in our human strength it would have not been possible it would have never happened words are very strong guys they are very strong some people's parents have told them yeah you're a mess up you're a failure you're not my child some people's friends have told them that nobody's ever gonna like you nobody will ever like your art nobody will ever like your career that you know as long as you believe that that's what you are if you yourself you don't believe that that is not what you are because what you what you feed your mind what you tell yourself is who you are i'll tell you something very interesting um when i was in high school <laughs> if my parents are listening to this this is so funny but we used to date guys and when a guy leaves we end up feeling 
He left because I'm worth this. He left because I'm not enough. He's doing what he's doing because I'm not. You always just referred to yourself. When I had left my last relationship, I came out thinking, mm, what happens if I'm still the person I was when I entered? If I'm going to be rebounding, if I'm going to be trying to fill a void, all those things. Um, what if I forget my worth? I was bang. I shocked myself. I really shocked myself. My worth is still very much in my chest. There is nothing. Even if a nigga came to tell me right now that, oh yeah, I left because, yeah. Sorry. You've got the wrong girl. If anything, it's you who has, it's you who's lost her, but not me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Why? Because I spent the last three, four years of my life after high school in telling myself, this is who I am. This is what I stand for. This is what I deserve. This is what I don't deserve. That's why right now I'm telling you things you're not. Because when you understand what you're not, you won't tolerate nonsense. I've reached a point where if a nigga leaves, it's because he wants to leave. It's, it has nothing to do with me not being enough. I'm just not what he was looking for. Do you see the difference, Ka? It's not that I wasn't enough. I'm just not what he's looking for. And once we produce that mindset within ourselves, we apply to everything. When you go for a job interview and they reject you, it's not because you are the drama. Okay, maybe you can. Maybe, maybe. But listen, it's not because you are unqualified, you are dumb. No. You are just not what exactly they were looking for. And that's fine. Because that's fine. They were just looking for whatever they were looking for, which was not you. That's fine. Don't take it a step further and start thinking it has anything to do with your worth. It doesn't, sister, brother. An attitude I think we need to adapt as humans is to do things on our, like, because we want to and not because everybody's doing it or everybody's telling you to do it. Same with certain decisions in your life. It might be anything. It might be to date this girl you really like. or your friends are like, no way. Oh, you know in your heart, that's the one you want. No way. Maybe your friends are telling you to end the relationship. But that's where you want to be. Do you know what I mean? A podcast I was listening to just earlier today was saying, some decisions are really hard. Hard and scary. If you feel peace after you've, you've made that decision, then it is the right one for you. Because nobody is going to be with you in your bed when you're contemplating those things. It's not nice. Set yourself free from the anxiety, the headaches that half the time you put on yourself. If anything, cast those burdens onto Christ. Because he says, my yoke is easy. Give me your, all of you who are heavy laden, give me yours. And I'll give you my yoke because my yoke is easy. God is literally waiting for you to give him your burdens to carry because he's watching you like, why you want to suffer? Half the time, the things you've been praying for, the answers you've been looking for have been standing right in front of you the entire time. They've been on your screen, on your phone screen the entire time. Maybe God has shown you that, that that's what you're supposed to do. That's the career you're supposed to take. That's the school you're supposed to go to a thousand times today. But... Because you doubt, you doubt God, you doubt yourself, you doubt everything. You'll be, you know, I read for you in James that one who doubts is like a wave of the sea being blown to and fro. And such a person should not expect anything from the Lord. So as long as you pray and you doubt that God will answer you, you doubt when God shows you the answer, you're doubting. Don't expect anything from him. 
I truly believe that for you to understand who you are, you have to sit down and write down everything you're not. The only person who can tell you who you are is God. He predestined us for a lot of things in our life before the foundations of the earth were laid. So because God knew you, when you were in the womb, he knew you. When you were born, he knew the hair. He, so he knows the hairs on your head. He knows what you're going to think before you think it. He is the one who can tell you who you are. Not anybody else. He is the one who can tell you what direction to take. Not anybody else. One thing my pastor has told me for a long time is to get in the habit of speaking to God first before asking my friends for advice. Ask God first. What should I do? Before asking people for advice. Because... People are going to give you advice out of their heads, out of their hearts, which we are all deceitful. We, are all, we don't know anything that's going on. Ask God. If you want to know who you are, you want to know your worth, go in the Bible. Just check. He will tell you every day. You are mine. I remember reading in Isaiah. I posted this on actually on the same Instagram. Maybe I should read it for you guys. It's such a nice verse. I should probably read it for you. Isaiah 43. It says, do not fear for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I'll skip to verse 4. Since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you, nations in exchange for your life. Do not be afraid for I will be with you. Did you hear that? He says, since you are precious and honored in my sight and because I love you, you are mine. Like, do, listen, I don't know if you are hearing, but mm, God is telling you you are his, you are precious, you are honored, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are made in the image of God. You are so special and so highly honored by god in his heart that he sent his only son to die for you such that even if it meant that one of you was the only one to be saved on earth he would have still come to die for you one person that is how precious you are to god and so no but no man no man no woman no father no mother no sister no auntie should ever come and tell you what you are not ever and you believe it. Don't ever believe that. So take this opportunity today. Even those things of generational curses. No. no, They have stopped on you. Amen. They have stopped. Those things ended before you. Claim the promises God has given you. You know. You have. He says. If you just ask me. They'll, uh, listen. If I just touch up. We won't go home. <laughs> Let me give you another word of encouragement. This is for somebody. If you're going through a situation when you feel like God has left you, he's not answering you. Maybe you're feeling like you're being swallowed by the earth. Listen, I'll read you Psalm 91 verse 10 to 12. It says, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent, near your house, near your mind, near your... I'm adding these ones. These ones I'm adding. But... <laughs> No disaster will come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against any stone. Listen, God will send angels concerning you. All you have to do is ask. 
they will lift you and you will never hit your head on a stone you will never be swallowed by the water water is just your trial whatever it might be you will never be swallowed by those exams they will never swallow you you will fly above those exams even though they've brought the exams two weeks earlier than they're supposed to be we will pass amen <laughs> this is what i had to share with you guys and this is what really helped me through my trial God spoke to me countless times and even now up to today he still continues you know maybe you felt discouraged maybe you didn't know who you are you felt like God has abandoned you you felt like everything is just in ashes this what i'm telling you this is God's sign to you that he's never left he's still there he's still with you he's going to always be with you he was with you when he formed you even before he formed you and up to the end God never leaves his work unfinished. He never breaks his promises. And trust that he doesn't... It's not that he, he keeps promises because of you. Trust that it's not because of that. <laughs> he keeps his promises for his name's sake. He told the Israelites, you people are so wicked. But I'm, just going, I'm going to save you. Not because you guys deserve saving. But because I promised Abraham that I will save you. And because I have to protect my name. So <laughs> God will never break a promise with you. Because if he does so, he ceases to be good. And because he has to protect his name, he will never break a promise. So if he told you, you'll be happy, you'll be happy in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, this is me telling myself, by the way. <laughs> in as much as I'm telling you, this is me telling myself. The joy is coming, guys. The joy is coming. And even though the pain, even though the pain will come, just know that uh-uh, this pain is for me to appreciate the joy that is gonna come. The grace that exceeds all human understanding, as the Bible says, is gonna come. And so I hope you enjoy your week. I'm sure this will be up on Sunday. I think this is up on Sunday. Stay blessed, guys. Keep praying. You know, make sure you spend time falling in love with Jesus, not these men. Don't ever fall for these men. These no, 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 no. Fall in love, falling in love with Jesus. Don't fall in love with these men. <laughs> you hear me? Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great week. Enjoy your time. Share this. Share this um, podcast. Subscribe to my channel. We're almost on fifty thousand. I think by now on 40k, you know, keep pushing, keep coming. See ya. Bye. Good evening. Good morning. Bye. <laughs>